Welcome to the Heart-Led Soul-Fed Podcast. This is Season 3. I'm Christine Gold, and yes, formerly known as the Power of Healing Your Energy Show. Let's go! This is a live show and podcast all about love, light, intuition, and your soul's purpose. Coot Blackson is a transformational truth teacher speaker, visionary, and guide, national best-selling author of the books, You Are the One and The Magic of Surrender. He's been featured on Larry King, Dr. Drew, iHeartRadio, Hay House, and more. Depression and anxiety are a side effect of not living your life intuitively, not trusting your gut, the lost connections with yourself and others. And I truly believe healing is the end of conflict within yourself and that healing begins where the ego ends. My first book, Intuition Saved My Life, is a guide for empaths, lightworkers, and sensitives, and it's available on Amazon now. Unleash Your Soul's Purpose Mentorship is now open. Work with me and other souls, either in a six-month program or a one-year mentorship. Become part of our Patreon community where you get exclusive benefits such as shout out on all videos and audio. And I want to thank my two Patreon supporters, Gitte and Catherine. Replays can be found on Facebook and YouTube and of course on Anchor FM or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And if you really enjoyed this, please help others find our show by liking, following, and subscribing and leaving a review. We are live every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Come on in. Thank you so much. We are going to, you know, do this uh, trial by fire, meaning I have been wanting to have this guest on the show for the last six months. And in between, you know, internet and all this other stuff, here we are. So I'm so, so super stoked. If you don't know who this gentleman is, I know as soon as I posted uh, him on Facebook. I had so many people send me <laughs> his video. There, There's a beautiful video actually on YouTube uh, called The Miracle Is You. It was done 12 years ago, uh, but it's it's amazing. You guys must go watch it. I'll, I'll leave all the links for everything um, uh, for Coot. And uh, welcome to the show. I am still in lovely Ecuador. Let us know where you are in the world. Uh, I'm in Los Angeles, lovely Los Angeles. Great to be here. Thanks for having beautiful, me. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you so much for being here. Um, gosh, I, I don't even know where to start. I mean, I always do a lot of background and and because I, I really want to get a feel for who you are, obviously. <laughs> and I, I'm trying to remember where I had first seen you. But when I seen you, I'm like, I have to have him on the show because everything you said resonates with my purpose with my soul. So did you want to maybe just give a little background um, on yourself? I mean, there were so many amazing things that have happened 
in your life. Um, we don't know how many lifetimes you've had. I mean, that uh -huh. could be another topic for a show, but um, just watching your, um, your life unfold uh, through the series of, I mean, just talk about your parents first and foremost, and maybe just yeah. talk a little bit about yourself. Yeah, my father's from Ghana, West Africa. My mother's Japanese. I grew up in London. I live in Los Angeles and probably Mexico. And so I feel like a citizen of the world uh, from everywhere and nowhere. Uh, growing up, I always felt I didn't really fit in anywhere, but I felt like I fit in everywhere with everyone. Wherever I went to, I felt like I was from there. And so that was a blessing in its own way. Um, as a young boy, I um, was very empathetic. So I felt people very deeply and I'd feel people's pain very deeply. And there was always a part of me that wanted to alleviate people's suffering. I didn't know what that would look like, but it was just this, this deep impulse and this deep desire. And so um, I grew up in an environment that was a little different. I didn't know it was different at the time. I just thought this was everyone's reality. My first memories as a young boy was seeing blind people see and deaf people hear like, one of my first memories was literally seeing a crippled woman uh, crawling on the floor. She picks up the sand that this man walks on and wipes it on her face and stands up. And so to call that a miracle. And so I would see the same man look at a person in a wheelchair and say, why are you in this wheelchair? You're not sick, stand up. And so this man was my father. He was a spiritual teacher. He built 300 churches in Ghana, West Africa, hundreds of thousands of followers um, in his congregation, built a huge church in London. And so I grew up in this environment that I thought, was everyone's reality until I found out maybe not everyone has this experience as a kid. Um, and so around age eight, I started speaking in my father's churches. Uh, age 14, I was ordained as a minister. My entire life was set out. I was given a mandate to take over my father's organization. Hundreds of thousands of people had their hopes and dreams pinned on me. And everyone, everyone was excited but me because I think deep in my soul, I didn't feel it was an alignment in my soul there was a part that knew that i was destined for a different path and i didn't know exactly what that looked like i just could feel that this wasn't it and so i just didn't have the courage to to speak my truth at the time and i think like so many of us we allow fear to hijack us we allow fear to limit us and we're afraid of if i if we're, we tend to be afraid if i if i dare to be myself if i fully express who i am then I won't be loved. And so for me, my fear was if I dared to speak my truth, then I would lose my father and I'd lose the community and I'd be alone and I'd be abandoned. And, and so I held my truth back and it took me about four years to muster the courage to have that conversation with my father and leave everything I know behind. I felt a huge calling to come to the US. I felt a huge calling to, I wanted to go into the field of personal development, personal growth, spirituality, because uh, so many of the authors I'd read about uh, Wayne Dyer, Deepak Chopra, Marianne Williamson, you know, these iconic authors, they lived in California. And uh, my vision, I felt my, my soul started pulling me to come here. And sometimes I think what your soul guides you to do doesn't always make sense to your mind. What your soul guides you to do isn't always convenient. But I really believe that when you follow your soul, um, you will always end up in the right place, even though the route that you take may not always make sense to your logic. And... Uh, I knew what I, what I had to do, which was have that conversation. I looked into my future um, and I saw that I could be successful by the world standards and follow the expected path, take over my father's church. But if I didn't have my soul, if I didn't have myself, if I didn't have my integrity, then what kind of success is that anyway? 
you know, and I felt such a pain of soul suicide. I felt the pain of like self betrayal and it was so painful. And I realized if I start lying to myself now in order to get love, validation and approval, I'm going to have to lie to myself. I'm going to have to live this life for the rest of my life. And that felt incredibly painful. So I had that conversation with my father, decided to speak my truth, which was difficult. Sometimes people think when you find your purpose, uh, everything is easy. Everything flows. Everything. Sometimes when you find your purpose, the challenges just begin. And I think oh, those yeah. challenges are really like soul tests that we have to go through to grow through in order to evolve into developing the mental, the emotional, the psychological, spiritual muscle to become the person that is able to fulfill that vision. And so I think it's all preparation. Life is preparing us through the experiences. And so when I spoke to my father, we, I told him we didn't speak for two years, basically, and it was really difficult, challenging. But uh, I was going to ask, what was his reaction? Because I think that's what more people are concerned. Yeah, is what other th people think his his reaction was not much. Um, he just didn't say anything, and he just said, "Are you sure?" And we didn't have a conversation beyond beyond that for two years, and it was hard. Before even having that conversation, I had to make peace. I think you have to make peace with what you're most afraid of. And I had to make peace with what I was most afraid of and grieve that. Otherwise, I knew that what I was most afraid of would control me the rest of my life. And what I was most afraid of was losing my father. And so before even having that conversation, I, I accepted that. I embraced that possibility. I grieved that possibility because it was either losing my father or losing myself. And if I lost myself in order to get my father's love, I wouldn't really have him because the, the me that he was loving was not really me. It was a version of, of myself that I thought he wanted me to be. And so I realized that was a no win game. And uh, I think that's it was really difficult. important. Yeah. A version yeah. that sounds like an think, illusion, which many of us, or a mask, right? When we become who we think other people want us to be in order to be loved, even when they do love us. So we betray ourselves, right? We betray ourselves. We betray ourselves, which feels terrible. And we know it, which is why I think so many of us feel unhappy. So many of us feel miserable. So many of us feel uninspired because we know there's parts of ourselves we're betraying. And so when people do love us, being the version of us that we think they want us to be, even when they do love us, the love that we get is never fulfilling. The love that we get is never satisfying because deep down there's a part of us that knows that the version of us that they're loving is not really is not who we really are. They're not loving us. And so even the love that they're giving is not fulfilling, but now we've, we've betrayed ourselves, right? And, and so, um, and, I, and I think too, many times unconsciously, when we do that, that's when we end up sabotaging situations, sabotaging our life. And even that unconscious sabotage is a unconscious desire to break free of the light and the limitation that we've created in an unconscious way. It's like we know we're living this lie. So now we're going to do all sorts of like unconscious things to sabotage in order to try to authenticate, bring back into a deeper authenticity the truth of who we are. And so I think mm. we don't need to do it that way if we're conscious and aware. But anyway, you know, I had that conversation with my father. Uh, long story short, ended up winning a green card in the green card lottery. And that's what brought me to the U.S. and came to the U.S. and found many of the teachers, the mentors, the authors, studied with some of them and then traveled, traveled uh, to places like Thailand and Israel 
in search of answers ended up in India. And that's what really uh, cracked me open. But I believe that if, if you truly want to free yourself, to be fulfilled, to be happy, to be free, to be uh, to live authentically, to manifest that next level. I think one of the things that stops us are all the lies that we tell ourselves as human beings in so many ways. We lie to ourselves and we don't even know that we're lying. We think that what we feel is what we truly feel. We think that who we are is who we really are. And it's not, it's often just a conditioned version of ourselves. And so I think that if we really want to break through, we have to just start looking at, okay, what lies am I telling myself? What am I pretending to not know? Because many times we won't tell ourselves the truth because we're afraid of the consequences of that of the truth. We stay in relationships that we know aren't aligned and right. We work jobs that we know aren't authentically uh, the authentic expression of our purpose. Wondering why am I not happy? And I and I and so if we can just start with what lies am I telling myself? What am I pretending to not know? Because sometimes the ego will will create a smokescreen of confusion that allows us to not have to face what we need to face, and it's a protective mechanism. And so. Then just sit, I'd invite people to sit with what are the lies I'm telling myself costing me? What is it costing you? Because there is a cost. There is a psychic, mental, emotional, physical, many times on, on a physical level, there is a cost in betraying ourselves and lying to ourselves. And I think the pain, when we lie to ourselves, it is painful. It's meant to be painful. The pain is a blessing. The pain is a gift. The pain is simply showing us that we are not living in alignment. The pain is showing us that we're not being authentic. The pain is a messenger. And I think what we have to stop doing is cultivating a relationship with the pain where we can heed the signal of the pain and course correct. But what we tend to do as human beings, which keeps us stuck even more, is we tend to suppress the pain, deny the pain, disconnect from the pain, drink it away, sex it away, drug it away, social media it away, meditate it away, eat it away, so we don't have to feel and deal with it. But I think if we're willing to just acknowledge the truth and feel the pain, that starts a process inside. We can just say yes. And I would also just add, take the pressure off of yourself from having to even take any action. Sometimes the fear of taking action is what stops us from getting in touch with our truth. But if we can take the pressure off of ourselves and say, okay, I don't have to act, but let me just acknowledge the truth. The truth might be, I'm no longer in love with my spouse. Just feel that. I'm no longer in love. So acknowledge that. Feel that. Be with that. I'm not in love anymore. And feel what comes up. That starts a process. Like, I hate my job. It's not a line. It can be scary because, oh, now, now what? What does that... You don't have to take action. When we can take the pressure off, I think it gives us the freedom and the safety to get in touch with the deepest truth that we're feeling. That's then we can deal with. Then we can deal with that, basically. Yeah, and I heard a lot of truth in that. Um, I I work with a lot of moon energy, and uh, yesterday we had the super moon, and it was all about truth. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I, I find it very interesting you're bringing forward uh, that and. The magic of surrender and uh, Gitte, I know, is um, joining us from Denmark and she's just saying, you know, good questions to ask ourselves. And I I feel you, you know, you got to give yourself permission. That's basically what you're saying to feel where you're at instead of what we tend to do, the ego as well, push through it, get through it, grind through it, just get to mm. the next thing. There's no meandering with that space. That, and I actually have quite a few clients that are talking about the in-between. There's the past, there's the future. They're like, what's next? What's, they're feeling like so freaked out because they don't know what's, ha- what's going to happen. 
Right, right. Where right. they're going or. Right. Yes, yes. Yeah, I think you don't have to know where you're going in order to get to exactly where you need to be. The, there's a part of us that knows, you know, and sometimes even when we think we're lost, we're actually closer than we might think. And sometimes when we think we're on the right path or whatever we think is the right path, we're actually further away than we might think. And so even when things don't work out according to plan and we think, oh, I'm so lost, I don't know what I'm doing, when things don't work, work, work out according to plan, it's, it, it's grace. Sometimes it's a blessing that we're not able to see right now. And the universe is just orchestrating things to fall into place. And, and so many times when things don't go according to plan and we make a judgment, oh, I'm so far away, I'm not on my path, I'm, uh, I'm going in the wrong direction. But I believe the universe is always working for our highest good, even if we're not aware of it. But from the perspective of the ego, the perspective of our personalities and our minds, uh, our mind's perspective is very limited. And because we're not able to see the entire unfolding of life, the universe, and how everything interconnects, we make judgments. And so I think if people really look at, if you look back at some of the things you really thought you wanted, let's just take a relationship as an example. For those listening, if you look back at maybe that relationship you were so sure was the one that you were so sure you wanted, you couldn't, you couldn't imagine not spending your life with that person. And then you broke up and you were devastated and you were miserable and you thought you'd never find love again and you couldn't believe how like life wronged you. But now, maybe five years later or 10 years later, you look back and go, wow, th thank God that didn't work. Th like, thank God that didn't work out, you know? And if you look back at some of the things you see or you thought were the worst things that happened to you, maybe that breakup or that, that bankruptcy or that situation that forced you to move or forced you to you know, go live with your parents and go back home. But then it was that, that, that got you in touch with, that, that made you go to that coffee shop where you met your soulmate or you met the new business partner. And so we, we often don't know uh, why something is happening. So I think part of surrender is the willingness to embrace not knowing, to just say, you know, I don't know, I don't know. I'm, but I'm open to life showing me. I'm open to life revealing itself to me. I'm open to life leading me. And I think that's part of what, what surrender is. And, uh, you know, we often think of surrender as weak or surrender as passive. There's so many misconceptions about surrender in our culture. Like it's weak, it's passive, it's giving up, it's waving the white flag, it's you're going to be a victim, you're going to be taking advantage of, you won't manifest your goals, dreams or desires. In fact, if you surrender, you're going to get less in life. I'm actually saying that what if you surrendered and you didn't get less, but you got more? more than you could even imagine with your mind, with your logic, more than you could even have imagined with your limited ego's capacity and intention and your own personal power. What if you got more joy, more love? Maybe not what you thought, but more. And so what is the more? And so I believe that surrender is the most powerful thing that we can do. Surrender is the real secret to manifestation. Surrender is the key to greatness. If you look at all of the great ones, Jesus, Buddha, Gandhi, Mother Teresa, Bob Marley, uh, Bruce Lee, Muhammad Ali, uh, Martin Luther King, uh, Mandela, they all surrendered themselves to life, to their soul, to their purpose, to the universe. They surrendered themselves. And in that surrender, they tapped into another dimension of themselves that was life itself. And that 
in that surrender, they got out of the way. And in that surrender, life was able to use them. Life was able to move through them. Life was able to express through them in ways that I think they couldn't have imagined. So surrender really is to let go of control, or I would say the illusion of control that we think that we have that we really don't, and is to let go of the illusion of control. And control is the master addiction. The ego wants to control everything to try and you know keep us safe. Surrender is to let go of trying to force life to fit our limited idea of how we think it should be. And we often try to make things be something that they're not, like, this is going to be the thing. This is going to be the person. This is going to be the one. And it's not. And so surrender is when we stop trying to force life to fit our limited perspective. It's when we give up the idea of who we think we should be and the life we think we should be living so that we can truly open and be available to the life that is seeking to happen. It's to take the limits off of life, to be available, to be open, to let life lead, lead us. Um, and I think that's when we're truly available to the magic and the miracles and the infinite possibilities. Love it. Love it. Magic, miracles, infinite possibilities. Gitte is saying surrender in that way. It's freedom for her. Yes. Absolute freedom. freedom. <laughs> and yeah, and to really release that divine blueprint that's been preloaded. Yeah. Preloaded. It's already there. It needs to be activated like this, all the stars. I mean, you're, you're saying in your video, we're more than the trillion stars there are in the right. universe. Right. That's beautiful. I left the link in the comments, guys. You guys should go watch that. I find it like musical, inspirational, poetry, emotion. Nice. For me, that's how I, I felt it. So <laughs> mm -hmm. thank you. And you talk a lot about magic. Um, you know, you're, you've got two books, um, The Magic of Surrender, and You Are the One. Um, I know we talked about a little giveaway. So do you have an idea of what you'd like to give away and how you're going to do it just so we can kind of get, uh, there's two, two things, you know, uh, uh, one thing is, um, let's see if people go to my website, kublaxon.com, just enter mm -hmm. your name and your email. I'm giving away uh, a two part, uh, video series on finding your purpose and I'll walk nice. you through that. Uh, I think okay. that's, that's, that's an amazing thing. Um, also, I'm doing a very special free live uh, online event. So giving away. Uh, it's five days on how to surrender, and it's called the Surrender Summit. And so people can get access to, right. to an entire week of profound giveaways. I'm bringing on friends who are going to inspire you and get, give you things as well. Uh, www.thesurrendersummit.com. That's thesurrendersummit.com. I'm bringing on Neil Donald Walsh, John Gray, Barbara DeAngelis. Um, I've seen Beck. the list. I'm like, yeah. amazing, amazing. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Because I, I hold an annual Christ Consciousness Summit, and it's just amazing, amazing the people that come together and yeah. the, the magic that happens. Yes, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so I always ask uh, my two guests these questions. Uh, this is uh, just just for fun. What is, I'm pretty sure you, you have this yeah. and it could change, uh, depending on where you are, uh, you know, at any time in your, of your life, but what does magic mean to you? I mean, you kind of hinted at yeah. it ma ma Magic. And, and that's why I called the book, the magic of surrender, not like the power of surrender. Magic is that which is beyond our human logical egos comprehension beyond our wildest dreams, beyond what we can imagine, beyond out of the realm of logic, out of the realm of, 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 of in understanding 
from the ego's perspective. So it's beyond what we can imagine for ourselves. That's the magic. It's not like a woo-woo thing. It's it's like and to be honest, you know, I think what life can do through us and what the universe can manifest to us is way more than what we can do with our own limited ego's intention. So magic is is beyond. And everybody says, yeah, I want more magic. But the password, the, the formula to access more magic is you have to surrender. If you want more magic, right. you've got to surrender. And that's the key. That's right. Absolutely. And how can we as a collective, because this is a collective energy, uh, make your dreams come true? Wow. Do you have like a Moby Dick, a big whale? I, I have several. That. I have several, but wow. Okay. You know, that's a beautiful, uh, it's not often I get asked that on a podcast, you know, so thank you. Um, You're welcome. You know, for me, I have several dreams. Uh, it will take an entire, another episode to go into them. Um, <laughs> uh, but, but one thing that really is dear to my heart right now is truly the Surrender Summit. You know, I feel, I feel that's a dream to, to not, I've created different summits, but it's, it's a real dream to create a summit that is dedicated to surrender. Because I feel based on where the world is right now, based on what we're going through as a humanity right now, we are being initiated into a whole new consciousness, a whole new quantum shift in terms of a way of living as a humanity from the ego-based paradigm to living in alignment with life and the universe. You know, you talk about in Christ consciousness, the consciousness that perhaps was just stated in the Himalayas with the saints and the gurus and what have you, is now all of us are being invited to crack open to, 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 to realize that dimension of our own Christ consciousness in everyday life, not just on a yoga mat or in a mountaintop. And so I feel that the key for us as a humanity is, is surrender. And so, um, you know, there's lots of summits that are, that are created about making money and, you know, achieving your goals. But I really feel felt from my heart the importance of um, an experience that helps people surrender and ushering in the new, a new way of living in harmony, intuitively living in harmony with life, letting life guide you, letting life lead you rather than the other way around. And so for me, a dream is to have as many people come to the summit as possible, the Surrender Summit. And so that's a dream. So, you know, a support would be come to the summit, spread the word about the summit, post about the summit. I, it's free. I just want as many people to access uh, the Surrender Summit. Well, uh, I will be there just like Thank everyone you. else. Uh, whether, you know, if you're on the replay or you're joining us live, let us know either way. I want to see you there. So I, I, I'm absolutely, it's about cross-pollination. We are, you know, this is the golden age, as they call it. This is the new earth. And how is that going to be birthed by, you know, the yes. community, yeah. us together? We're not meant to do anything alone. Mm. Absolutely. Well, I, I want to I wanna thank you so much uh, for, for joining me. And uh, I definitely look forward to supporting you any way that I can. I know that you have some experiences. I checked online. You have uh, Tulum and Bali and you have all these coaching yeah. programs and family stuff. Do you, do you want to talk a little bit more about that and yeah, how all, people all, get a hold of you? Yeah, all of these people can go to my website, coopblackson.com. Uh, all the info's there. One of the things I am really, one of the deepest levels of my work 
for those that might be interested or feel feel a calling to go to the next level of life and transform uh, at least pre-COVID and we're back again. So twice a year, I do an event to Bali. It's 12 days in Bali. I use Bali as a seminar room, the transformational seminar room without walls to facilitate an experiential, immersive, uh, transformational healing, unconditioning process that helps people free themselves from their past and connect to their true essence and share that with the world. So it's called Boundless Bliss Bali. Um, we have visionaries, leaders, celebrities, billionaires, athletes, mothers, you know, students, every, everyone and everything in between, all, all ranges of humanity have come on this journey and it's been truly miraculous to see the transformation. So it's, it's one of the deepest things I do, 12 days, intensive, um, www.boundlessblissbali.com. You can apply. We go in July and we go in December. Amazing. Amazing. I've always, that's interesting that, it, you know, Bali uh, was something I had put up on a dream vision map um, when I first started in 2018. <laughs> yes. And I had picked October 2020. That's funny. Um, but I know I'll get there. <laughs> and I have been to Tulum. Awesome. So this is, awesome. this is interesting. Well, thank you so much for thank your you so time. Much. Um, like I said, you guys, you know how to get a hold of him. I've left all of his websites, all of his information. If you have questions, comments, feedback, share them here or wherever. Reach out to us. We're not going to leave you hanging. And uh, thank you so much for your time. And please remember, healing begins where the ego ends. And let me be your soft landing. Take care.